What's up, rap stars? It's your host, Romeo Santos, co-host Kenny Fulton. We're very, very excited to have all of you with us today. Today, we're going to talk about the D word. Kenny, what is the D word? Uh, database. I hope that's database. the D word you're talking about. We're going to talk about <laughs> database. And so what we mean when we talk about database is we mean your business, right? Because right. if you don't know already, ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna know and you should know, but you don't really have a business until you have a database. And the database, if you ever try to sell your business, is really what people are buying. So mm -hmm. let's put it in terms of a dentist or a doctor, right? You can open an office, you can buy all the equipment that you need, and you can put a name on it, you can put a sign up. However, if you never grow your client list, your database, nobody's ever going to buy your business for any reasonable amount of money because they're going to calculate what your database is worth from a predictable revenue standpoint. And that is really the name of the game, ladies and gentlemen. The name of the game is not to go out and spend all the money that you make on buying more leads and marketing and advertising and all this, although that is part of what we have to do in business. The name of the game is how do you grow your database so that you have a predictable source of revenue coming in every single week? Yeah, excellent point. Excellent point. And one of the things I love about database conversations is that it's not a new conversation. Like this mm. is something that's been going on since the beginning of business. You know, we're old enough to remember, you know, Rolodex and index cards and phone books and, you know, all different types of paper management. Uh, but now we have some really cool tools and techniques, um, some that have just lasted the test of time and some that are, you know, on the, the cutting edge of technology. Yeah, absolutely. So this is where I think people get themselves tripped up, right? They, they want to get um, fancier than they need to. Mm -hmm. And, and then they get overwhelmed because they feel like, well, how do I talk to my database? What do I say to my database? Um, I don't want to bother my database, right? Um, I can't ask my database for business. Um, what are some myths that we can bust around that for these folks, Kenny? Uh, that, you know, that you're bothering people, I think is, mm -hmm. is uh, a limiting belief. Um, one, one of the things that I like that, uh, I can't remember if this was maybe something we covered in um, one of our bold uh, uh, trainings, um, uh, that you can't be a secret agent. Mm. Right. People have to know you have to tell people. Yeah. And so who are the people that you have to tell most of the time you're starting off with your with your database, which, you know, can be composed of different people. It can start with your sphere, which is generally, you know, the the bulk of your database, especially if you're just starting out. Yeah. And those sphere contacts that could be family members, it could be friends, it could be, yep. you know, old co-workers, yes. um, neighbors, you know, uh, and, and people you played intramural sports with. Yeah. Yep. It could be, you know, your, uh, uh, other parents from your, your, your kids activities and, yeah. uh, uh, social groups. Um, but in general, you know, you're not really bothering, you know, we're not selling Cutco knives. Um, you know, we're not selling no, nothing against Cutco knives, you know, uh, nice I have knives. Some my made home. in America. Yeah. I got some of my home. I've given them away as, as, uh, as housewarming gifts. Yep. Uh, but, but generally people have a knife already. They don't really right. have a need, you know, so that right. could be perceived as you are bugging people, selling them something that they already have. Right. Um, but in our case, uh, most of the time we're doing a combination of just touching base, just checking on people, just being the, the friend or maintaining whatever relationship that you have. And, and by the way, you know, if you have a need for buying, selling, investing, I'm here for that too. Absolutely. Well, and there's a couple things that I think we can unwrap in there, right? I love the fact that that was the first one that you brought up was that I don't want to bother people. I always like to use this. Well, first, let's go back. Secret agent is something that I've said, and I've got to give credit to who gave it to me. My very first office manager ever, Bill Hennessy, the father of one of my best friends in middle and high school, David Hennessy. His dad is the Long and Foster manager, or was, I don't believe he is any longer, Prosperity Drive in Silver Spring, Maryland, where I first got licensed and hung my license. He said that all the time. 
put on your name tag because it was back then right we didn't have all this internet yep. stuff 20 years ago don't be a secret agent don't be a secret agent and that stuck with me and i think that's key right like you've got to tell people and so here's what i love to share with agents when they're telling me i don't want to be a bother um something around real estate or selling cutco knives or doing some sort of multi-level marketing whatever it is people feel like they're bothering right but if you opened a restaurant would you feel like you were bothering them if you called all your friends and said hey kenny and everybody i just opened a restaurant i'd love it if you came by and checked it out and let me know what you think no nope wouldn't feel like a bother I mean, I remember when I bartended, every single solitary shift that I bartended, I sent out a text message to every single person in my phone, inviting them to come into the bar because I needed to make money. Yeah. I never felt like I was bothering them. I never thought twice about it. However, when I got my license and started selling real estate, I definitely also had some limiting beliefs around, oh, I'm going to be bothering people. Oh, I don't want to sell things to people, right? So we've got to shift our mind. You're right. You, you're not bothering them. Now, that's not to say that you can't. You could bother them. If you call them once a week and tell them, hey, who do you know is looking to buy, sell, and invest in real estate? They might stop picking up your phone. Right. Right. However, there are ways, and we'll get into this a little bit further, that you should be communicating with your database in a way that you're, you're doing what really you should be doing anyways. You're just staying in touch with people that are your friends. Yeah, if, if they're your friends, right? So, you know, we have different uh, categories of, of people on our database. Sure. And I think that's something important to do too that, you know, we kind of talk about with, with technology. One of the things I've begun to do is as I'm adding people to my database is to tag them in some kind of a way. Right. So, so that yeah. way, if I'm going to do any type of, you know, marketing or even just follow up, I know like it would, it would be perfectly appropriate for me to say to, you know, a family member of mine, Hey, just thinking about you during these holidays. I love you. I hope the family is well. Right. Yeah. Um, now, if I also have my, um, I don't know, electrician in my phone, um, I might want to tailor or alter that message in a slightly different way. So, by categorizing people, um, you know, as you're putting them into your database, that might help you kind of uh, uh, think about what kind of messaging you want to deliver out to that person, and as well as the frequency in which you're going to reach out to them. Absolutely, I love it. So that will lead us into um, MythBuster number two. So myth MythBuster number one was I don't want to bother people. MythBuster number two is I haven't talked to them in so long. I don't want to call them. Okay, well, Kenny, if you hadn't heard from somebody from your days uh, back in the mortgage industry, one, maybe one of your assistants or maybe one of your loan officers, and you hadn't heard from them in forever, and you saw their number come across your phone, and you guys were friendly when you worked together, you would get a little bit excited, like, oh my God, it's John Doe. John, how's it going, man? It's been forever. So good to hear from you, right? Yep, yep, yeah. Well, other people would like that too. And mm -hmm. so I think that the myth is, yes, you don't want to call, hey, Kenny, how's it going, man? Long time, no talk. Yeah, man, it's been good. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm in real estate now. And I'd love it if you could send me referrals. Whoa. Okay. Glad you called me to ask me for business. Haven't talked to you in two years. <laughs> you need to know how to communicate to your database, right? Right. Picture this conversation instead. Hey, Kenny, how are you, man? Uh, I'm not sure if you remember me. It's Romeo. We work together uh, at the other place. Oh my God, Romeo. Yes. It's great to hear from you. How have you been? I've been really good, man. I'm just, you know, out here grinding and loving on the family and, you know, taking it day by day, but everything is good for the most part. But how about you? Are you still at previous company? No, no, I'm not. I moved on to here and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Awesome. And, and if my memory serves me right, I believe you had two little ones that probably at this point are not so little ones, right? Oh my God. Yes. 
my my son and my daughter are now this old and you know my wife and i we bought a house and we live over here things are going to start to flow right yep. then guess what's going to happen what are you doing what are you doing oh man well i'm not in mortgages anymore kenny but i actually got transitioned i'm in real estate now um, I'm with this awesome team. It's been about six months now. I'm really excited about it. Just, you know, really excited for this next chapter. Hey, that's great. Good for you, man. You were always really good working at previous company. I think you're going to be great at this. I'm really happy for you. You know what they're most likely going to do? Let me know if there's anything I can do to help you while you're growing your business. Oh, that's so nice of you. Now that you mention it, yeah, if you ever hear of anybody looking to buy or sell, I would love it if you connected me with them. I know I'm new, but trust, I've got a great team behind me with tons of experience. So I would be able to take really good care of them because I wouldn't be practicing on your on your referrals, right? Yeah. I mean, you just have to know how to do what we do on a regular basis, which is have conversations with people, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. If you go into it, with the mindset that you're going to be bothering them because you're asking them for business, it's going to come across that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? One of the, one of the activities I like that we, we did when we first had this conversation was you felt that it was easier to have this conversation when you just get into real estate. 100%. Because if you've been in for three or four years, you're like, Hey, just want to share some great news with you. You know, I'm in real estate. Like, have you been in real estate for a while now? Right. But when you, when you have a new change and this is something new to share, um, number one, you have an enthusiasm, you know, about it because it, it's new and you mm -hmm. want to share with people. It kind of makes sense that you'd be calling to share this news. Yeah. Um, uh, but also it kind of sets up that you might be reaching back out in the future. So it kind of plants this seed that, yes, you know, um, we haven't spoken in a while, but now I have a topic to discuss with you for the first time because mm -hmm. it's been a while since we've spoken. Um, but then number two, um, you could kind of plant that seed that you might be checking. You know, now it's not that odd when you send a happy holidays text or yeah. you have an event coming up and then you're inviting them out because they're not like, oh, like, oh, they're not finding out about the fact you're in real estate now when you invite them out to an event because you've already kind of made that first initial contact. So I think that's something that helped me out a lot, you know, by um, going through that activity, you know, first, first uh, uh, when I first got in. And another technique uh, that we did was... Um, using the alphabet um, as a means to decide who you're going to call. Sure. So, you know, uh, if, and I remember specifically, there was somebody in my Rolodex and my Rolodex in my phone book and their name started with a C. And mm -hmm. this is not somebody I would have reached out to on that particular day, but because it was like, I'm calling C's today. Yeah. And I reached out to this person and they were in the middle of the work day. Cause this is like 10 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, hey, you know, I know we've been talking about, you know, you, you know, buying a home this year. And I just wanted to make sure, you know, like I'm ready. I'm in a position, you know, to help. And, you know, let's let's have a conversation, you know, later on this week. OK, great. Yeah. Actually, I've been thinking about you and thinking about calling you, Kenny. But you reached out to me first. Like this is perfect timing. And just from using the alphabet as a means to call yeah. somebody that maybe I would have called next week or mm -hmm. next month. I don't know. Um, it really helped take the, 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 the anxiety off of who am I going to call and just flipping past people and getting hyper-focused on this is who I'm going to focus on today. Yeah, I love that. Well, and I think it's also a great exercise as you're going through and you're making these phone calls to figure out just how much they are, right, um, a, a part of your sphere. Mm -hmm. Good example is when I first started going through my database in my phone, I had like 3,500 phone numbers, wow. contacts in my phone. And I started going through and I was like, I don't even know who this is. I can't call them, delete. Um, you know what? They're on my phone, but I actually, I actually don't like them. I, I'm not going to call them, delete, right? Mm -hmm. I'm down to about 1,200 people in my phone book now. Wow. I was able to purge a lot of contacts that I knew I wasn't going to and then focus on, you know, those people and also how I would communicate with them. So mm -hmm. another good way also <clears throat> to communicate with folks, if you haven't talked to them in a while, is to communicate them through social media, through messenger, find them, stalk them, see what's going on with them. Maybe they did a post about, you know, something that their kid did 
and you just simply respond, hey, that's amazing, congrats, it's been forever, how have you been? And you just do that on their profile. And then they respond to you, then you take it into Messenger. Then it's not weird, right? Mm. You've got to figure out who your audience is and how you're talking to them. And you can build your database of your actual close sphere. And we've segmented ours, right, Kenny? So we have our mm -hmm. close sphere. And then yep. we have our outer sphere, which are probably people that maybe you worked with five years ago that mm -hmm. you were friendly, but they're not really somebody that you would just pick up the phone and call on a regular basis. Yet right. they're still, if you saw them in the street, they would know you, you would know them. So they're your sphere, right? Right. So I think that that's really key as well. Mm -hmm. All right. So Mythbuster one was that you don't want to bother people. Mythbuster two is that, you know, I, I don't want to call them. It's been so long. They're not going to want to hear from me, right? What is Mythbuster three, Kenny? Let's put our heads together. I think we can come up with another one. Mythbuster three, I'd say it'd have to be something around um, 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 time. Time, okay, it's, elaborate it's gonna, for me. It's that it's gonna take too much time in order to complete this activity. Okay. Because um, I think that's something that we talk about a lot is, sure. uh, you know, is it on your calendar? You know, mm -hmm. when are you gonna, you know, so the fact that it's, it's that you don't have the time to, to do this activity, I would okay. say would be the, the third. Minute. Yeah, okay, yeah, for sure. People will say that all the time, right? Like, I just don't have the time to contact people. I don't have the time to make 20 calls today. I don't have the time to do this. Well, and I challenge you with this, agents, if you're not on an appointment and you're not writing a contract or you're not negotiating a contract, then what else should you be doing right now other than cultivating relationships, right? Because that's what we do in real estate. We're relationship builders and problem solvers. We're not really salespeople. Mm -hmm. That's the term that we've been given, but what do we sell? I can't sell you a house, right? You either like the house or you don't. The house sold mm -hmm. itself, mm -hmm. Right. I tell the same thing to our listing clients when we go out. Listen, I'm not going to sell your house in the sense of, hey, you should buy this house because it's a great house. I'm going to sell it in the sense of I'm going to market it and I'm going to advertise it and get it in front of as many people to give us the best option to find the person that falls in love with your house. Because really, your house is going to sell your house. We're just going to put it in its best position to be able to do its job. Right. Right. Yeah. So yes, for sure, time. And you touched on something key there. You'll never have the time if you don't put it on your calendar. You've got to put it on your calendar and you've got to make time to do it. But you've also got to have a process in which you do it, right? Let's share with people what we call our process and how we do it. Uh, well, we, we have a couple of things. Uh, one, at, at our course, we have our 555. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, that's your your five. Uh, you have three methods of contacting at least five people a day, right? Right. It could be a 10, 10, 10. It could be whatever your metrics is for right. your contacts. So uh, you have your five phone calls. Mm -hmm. um, you have your five texts. Yep. Um, um, and then you have your five social media uh, contacts. Right. Um, and, and typically the way that that we like to kind of manage these is you you could either there's a bunch of different tools, you know, we've done it all the way at the base of a Excel sheet mm -hmm. and we've graduated all the way up to using fancy technology. I don't know if we're, we're shouting out any, any, uh, uh, CRMs right now, but yeah, we won't get um, too far in the weeds on those things, but we do have a course that we're, that we're developing where we'll be able to share all of the details and we'll have more details on that at the end of the show. Mm -hmm. Yep, Absolutely. So, so maybe can you give an example? Uh, well, you've already kind of given a phone call example of sure. what you do with somebody, you know, that you used to work with. What's an example of a social media message that you might uh, send out to somebody? The best one is this simple. Happy birthday, Kenny. It's been a while, man. I hope you have an amazing day. How have you been? Mm -hmm. Question mark. Yep. Every single time, not every single time, nine out of 10 times, I get back. Thank you at a minimum. Mm -hmm. You're very welcome. How's life treating you? Any special plans today? Yeah, life is good. You know, I'm, I'm doing awesome. And, you know, the husband or the wife or the family are taking me out to dinner today or, oh, you know, it's weekday. So this weekend we're having a party. 
awesome. Where are you at these days, right? You can keep that conversation going and that is your really good in piece. The next way that I like to do it through social media, through messenger is when I see that somebody posted something, right? Which they always do. <clears throat> and you can go in and find them if you're in your C's for the day with the alphabet, you can find all your friends whose names start with a C. And it's really easy. You just go to your friends and you literally type the word, the letter C, and it's going to bring up all the C people. It'll automatically do it. You can go through them and you can just check out their page. Maybe they just did something. Maybe their kid just won something. Right. And you say, hey, I was scrolling through my feed today and I saw that your son made the varsity basketball team. That's awesome. Congratulations. You were always an awesome basketball player. If I remember, have you been coaching them? Hey, man, that's awesome. Thanks so much for taking the time to do that. Boom. The most important thing is that you are coming from a perspective of wanting to connect and that you want to ask questions and that you want to listen. If you come from contribution, and you're trying to add value to their day, value to their life in some way. And that value, guys, everybody out there, guys and gals listening, isn't what you can do for them in the sense of real estate. It's what you can do for them in the sense of being a human, like acknowledging something special in their life, paying them a compliment, right? Bringing value to them could be that they're having a stressful day and they get a message from you that's a friendly message. And it puts a smile on their face for a moment and hopefully changes the direction of their day, right? Or maybe it adds icing on the cake because they've already had an awesome start to their day and they loved the time that you guys were friends and it's been so long since they talked. And now you get to have a dialogue about, oh my God, do you still talk to such and such anymore? No, I haven't kept up with them. Have you? Yeah, they got this going and that going and oh my God. Oh, wow, that's cool. I got to check them out. I'll reach out to them, right? Your job is fun if you make it fun. Just talk to people that you actually know already and like, find out things that you can be um, interested in about them and then go and do that. That's it. That's all your job is. And then guess what? Over time, they're going to continue to see that you're in real estate. If your focus is I need a piece of business today, you're, you're not going to get that piece of business today. You will get that piece of business today just by being genuine and authentic because it's going to happen as a natural byproduct because the universe is going to give it to you. But if your focus is, I need to call these people because I need a piece of business, the universe is going to sense that energy. And so are those people. And you're probably not going to get that piece of business. Yeah. Definitely has to come from a genuine space, you know, uh, cause like when we're, when we're talking to our spirits, a little bit of a different message than it is when we're going after, you know, a cold lead or somebody Absolutely. who doesn't know you at all. Uh, yeah. You know, you want to know that the person who's, reaching out to you is also just thinking about you and not only right. like looking for a check, you know, out of you. So yep. uh, it definitely sets up a, a different relationship. Um, and then some of the things that, you know, we've spoken about before are these, these conversations, once you take them offline, it increases a chance that they'll see your post. Um, so you're more likely to get that same feedback, like, oh man, I see that you've been killing it, you know, in the real estate world, let's let it come naturally. You don't have to force it. And you'll be surprised how many times that happens. Mm -hmm. If you're being active and you're posting and you're, you know, being engaging on social media, you'll be surprised how many people will say that to you. I'm so happy. I get it all the time. I'm so happy to see that you're doing so well in real estate. Oh, thank you. I really do appreciate that. And you know what, Kenny, I've been very, very fortunate and blessed that I have tons of friends like you plug that have supported me and have sent me referrals and have chosen to honor me with the opportunity to help them with their real estate needs. So as successful as I've been, all the credit is really due to my friends and my family members that have been so supportive. Don't think that that little dialogue right there doesn't help them to go, oh, yeah, I could send them business. You know, I should be thinking about that when I know of somebody or they may go, you know what? I actually, my boss is trying to buy a house. I don't know if they're working with an agent or not, but let me find out. That would be incredible. Listen, it's exactly that that helps my business to grow. And I promise you, if you ever refer anybody to me, I'll make you look like a rock star for doing so. Absolutely. Then you got to follow up on your word and you got to make them look like a rock star. 
You can't have people coming back saying, man, Kenny was terrible. Yeah. Kenny was awful because they're going to feel awful that they referred you. Right. And then you'll never get a referral again. And then guess what will happen? They're going to be at a Christmas party and see all yeah. the friends that you guys all went to high school with and be like, Hey man, don't send Kenny, anybody, any businessman like that, that compounding effect can happen really quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. All right. Absolutely. All right, cool. All right. So I think we've now touched on, um, I don't want to bother people. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I haven't talked to them in so long. Okay. Um, I don't have the time. I think another one, which kind of ties into all those is I don't know what to say to them when I call them. That's a really big limiting belief for people. I don't know what to say to them. And I think we've been doing a good job of covering what it is that you say, maybe not in specifics, which of course, again, in our course, we will go into specifics and scripts, texts, and all sorts of different things that we use to send out to get people engaged. However, it's just back to just say anything, but make sure that it's coming from a place of, of authenticity, right? Like don't go into it as a mercenary and you're just calling everybody trying to get through it as fast as you can so that you can get a piece of business out of it. Because while that may work for you sometimes, it's not going to work for you long-term. People want to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. Yep. It has to be genuine. It yeah. has to be, um, has to come in the, the, the manner in which they want to be communicated with. Uh, sometimes yeah. that's an important thing to know is uh, some people hate text, right? Um, one of the t- uh, strategies we'll use is to call, call somebody, right? So you have your 555 for a reason. And so yeah. you're using all different methods. So you might want to call somebody, you might get a better conversation from them uh, than versus text. Some people don't like to talk. They'll see you call. I'm like, oh man, like I don't have the time. Just Text me whatever it is that you want. Are you just checking mm-hmm. in? And I can hit you back when it's convenient, you know, right. for, for me. Um, uh, but one of the really cool things that, that I like uh, is uh, when we talk about what to say, or I don't know what to say, is like you say, you could say anything, but, you know, script practice and role play, you know, is yeah. important. And sometimes just, you know, me, you and I, or, or us and the other people on our team, um, having these conversations about what it is we can discuss uh, will really just start to open up is kind of like just like that 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 dry run you know if you're going to do a sprint you know you got to warm yourself up you know first Uh, so sometimes just having that practice of talking to anybody somebody that you do know that is familiar and that person acting like they haven't spoken to you in in months or years uh, can help to ease that that uh, anxiety about what do I say to somebody is just having a conversation you know many of us do it all the time absolutely it's just having conversations just have conversations and it will naturally end up flowing into what are you doing now? Mm-hmm. I'm doing this. Oh, that's very cool. I thought I'd saw something about that. How's it going? You know what? It's going well. I've been very fortunate to get so much support from so many people uh, sending me referrals and trusting me to help them with their real estate needs. That's it. Just go and have a conversation. And guess what? If the real estate doesn't come up, that's okay. That's okay. It can come up again. All right. I want to, I think we beat that subject to death. Let's get into something different. Okay. I want to talk about the database now from a technical standpoint. All right. So let's say like we do the five, five, five. Okay. And we always base everything on a 48 work week because we want to take four week long vacations a year. That's at least in our organization. We try to build life that way. Kenny, this year you've had a great year and you've been able to take a fair amount of little vacations, whether they've been mini or a little bit longer. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's the goal, right? Like it's not about grinding 52 weeks out of the year. Like I did when I was in hospitality and never seeing anybody that you care about. It's about working so that you can fund your perfect life. So let's get into some numbers here. You know how I am with numbers. So if you have five, 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 five days a week for 48 weeks, it's 3,600 potential conversations. Okay. Kenny, how many people are in your sphere? Roughly, um, I, I don't have quite the uh, you know, 3,500 you have. I'm, I'm probably hovering around the four or 500 mark. Four or 500. I don't have 3,500 in my sphere, 
I, I had 3,500 in my phone. That was not my <laughs> sphere. People get in there, God knows why, right? Now, 500, let's just use the number 500, okay? okay? So 500, what's 3,500 divided by 500? A seven. Seven, okay. So if you have 500 people in your database, which I think is kind of normal, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that we would actually reach out to. You may have 5,000 people on Facebook, you may have, you know, a bunch of people in your phone book, but who are the people you're actually going to reach out to, right? If you have 500 people, that means that you can reach out to them directly, either through messenger, through text, or through phone call seven times a year. Seven times a year. Well, let me ask you this. Let's back up a little bit. When you, when you consider people your sphere, it's because you, you know them and you like them at least on some level, right? As a human, one day, many, 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 many years from now, when you pass on, do you want people to say that you are a good friend or a great friend? Yeah. So in reality, through your job and doing your activities, you can ensure that people remember you that way because you will have reached out to them seven times a year just to check in on them, mm -hmm. right? The conversations will come through real estate. That'll happen. If you focus on, I want to communicate with my database consistently. I want to be a really good friend. I want to keep in touch with people. And you talk to your database seven times a year, just on those mediums. We're not going to get into all the other things that you can do just yet. Right. But you're going to be top of mind when they have some sort of real estate related need. Okay. That's how you're going to grow your real estate business. Okay. Kenny, of your deals that you've done this year, how many of them came from paid leads? Maybe one. Maybe one. Mine may be the same, maybe a couple more than that, but 95 plus percent of our business comes from our database. That's right. 95%. Now, is our database growing a little bit each year when we have new transactions? Of course. Right. So as your database grows and you continue to have these conversations, are you increasing your chances of doing more business? Yep, absolutely. Um, are we getting better at communicating consistently with our database and every year we're seeing more referrals coming from our database than we did the year before? Absolutely. Okay. So what we're talking about is actually proven to work, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. It's proven to work. Okay. So 500 people in your database. Forget about that. Let's say that you have 200 people in your database, which a lot of people have. They go, you know what? I've, I've only got like 200 people. Okay. Let's talk about some ways that we can do database growth. Okay. What are some things that you can do as a real estate professional to grow your database so that you can have more opportunities to talk to people and develop relationships? Um, you know, the, the type of people that are in there, number one is, is starting to ask for people's contacts information so you yeah. know you meet people all the time uh now when i meet somebody before when i would meet somebody hey you know romeo hey great meeting you man good luck with the rest of your life you know right wouldn't really care you know right now it's like hey you know hey, you play golf too hey look let me get your number you know or, you know or whatever or, or, or can you share your contact you know with me right. both got an iphone whatever it is then maybe i can get your phone and your email yeah. maybe your Absolutely. address too who knows right Absolutely. So I'd say number one is starting to uh, to actively ask for people's contacts. Um, so if you have a goal, if you're like, hey, look, I want to add five new contacts a week, then, you know, you'll be proactive about getting people's contact information. Uh, so I'd say number one is, is asking for it. Another one is, is you might already have a way of connecting with somebody and now uh, finding another way. So if I've already been connecting with you on Facebook and we've had, or we've had a, a Instagram conversation now, a private conversation, I'm probably going to offer my cell phone information and then ask for yours. So um, maybe you, you know, I, I think I started off with maybe closer to 200 people um, in, in my sphere. Uh, and that's because I wasn't on social media before. Right. But since being on social media, and you're finding people you haven't spoke to in a long time. People are finding you. You're writing comments under people's pictures. And now people are seeing that you commented on somebody's picture like, oh, Kenny, how you been? Um, if I get that hook 
then that's typically how I'm going to get another uh, contact, you know, out of just having a conversation. Sometimes I'm looking through people with commented on somebody's picture, like, oh, I know that person, you know, send them a, a friend request. How you been? You know, yeah. so I'd say, you know, having a goal on how many contacts you want to add or how big you want to grow your database and then targeting people around that. Like I need to find at least one new contact every day. I love that. So if you were to add one new contact every day, it's 240 new contacts. Mm -hmm. So if you come into the business in one year and you go from 200 people in your database, you can more than double it in mm -hmm. one year just by simply adding one person every day. So let's list out some ways. You just mentioned social media. Absolutely. If you're not already active on social media, get in there and start adding people into your database, not just because they're in your social media, get them in your phone and then get them into your CRM so that you can put them on follow-up plans. Okay. So social media, how about open houses? Open houses. Yep. How about any events that you go to? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, how about when you go to um, the doctor, the dentist, right? You know, maybe you can add in other people that you meet that work there, right? The hygienist, whatever it is, maybe that's a little bit weird, doesn't matter. You might be able to, right? You can talk to them. Dentist is hard. My dentist always wants to talk to me because he's interested about my real estate, which is awesome, but he got my, his hands in, his, in my mouth. Right. I can't talk to him, right? So that's a little <laughs> bit weird, right? But you know, you can you can always find other ways to add people in. Going to the restaurant that you always go to, mm -hmm. right? Sitting at the bar. I'll tell you what, I rarely sit at a table. I'm a bar guy. I sit at the bar. I have better conversations. I get to know the bartender. I get to know other people at the bar, right? Like you got to be purposeful when you're going out and you're doing it. Okay. Certainly. You can go and stand in front of Safeway, giant, shop right wherever you are listening to this, whatever you're, you know, the, the, the piggy mark and you can hand out your business card. Mm -hmm. You may not meet every person that you hand out your business card to, but I bet you can add one person in your database. Yeah. If you hand out your card to hundred people, you're going to get at least one. Mm -hmm. Right. So as a new agent, your only job is to go out and talk to people. That's it. Until you have deals, your only job is to go out and talk to people. So yeah. you better be focusing on growing that database because your database is your business. Mm -hmm. Your database is your business. Let's talk about some other numbers that Gary Keller likes to share. Okay. This one is staggering. Staggering. Okay. There's, there's, you can have people in your database and, and it doesn't have to be sphere. It can be Mets, meaning that you met them. If you saw them in the street, they would recognize you. You would recognize them. You'd probably stop and say, hey, how have you been, Kenny? I've been great. How about you? Awesome. Well, hey, man, I got to run, right? That's a Met. Not Met is like an internet lead or you know somebody that responded to maybe a postcard or something like that, but you've never met them, okay? Gary Keller, in his book, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent, <laughs> and it's been backed up by data, says that if you have 1,920 people in your database and you communicate with them consistently with a solid follow-up plan, they actually call it a 33 touch. We've gone to like a 36 touch campaign, okay? We can get into all that outline of it. We'll get into it more during our seminar. Um, if you do that for two to three years, the statistics show that you will net $1 million in income from that database, okay? Now, they also have studies that show that the difference in effort that it takes to generate a new piece of business from an unmet person versus from somebody that you already know or you've already done business with, that it's like 17 times harder and more expensive right. to generate from cold than from somebody that's already warm, mm -hmm. right? So do you wanna build your database or do you wanna stay on this hamster wheel, right? Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something, you're experiencing it, I'm watching you experience it. My, my lead generation efforts, are very minimal. I'm very fortunate. 
Okay, Marcus is going to get mad at me, but knock on wood. I have been fortunate to grow a steady stream of business. Okay. However, when you're brand new, man, you got to work, 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 right? Like you're always going to have to be doing that, right? But over time, it gets easier, right? It gets easier and it gets easier and it gets easier. So you got to front load, right? Mm -hmm. You want to get off that hamster wheel. Like right now, I could probably take a week long vacation, not lead generate and still end up with a new piece of business when I get back from that week long vacation, right? Because of all the efforts I've already done. But when you're brand new, and you know, I like this analogy. It's like one of those old school pumps where you're trying to get water from a well in the ground, mm -hmm. right? You got to pump it and 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 pump it. And the water, you can hear it coming up to the top. But guess what happens if you stop right before the water gets to the top? It all goes back down. All the way back down to the bottom. And you got to start pumping all over again. It's called momentum, right? Mm -hmm. When you're new, man, you need the momentum to build and you need to ride the momentum and you need to keep doing it and carrying it. That's what we're talking about, the hamster wheel. You got to keep running and keep running and keep running and keep running. And listen, make no doubt about it. When you're new and you're building your database and you're getting into a cadence, you're going to be working, 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 working. But already, even you, Kenny, I know I'm seeing it already in just three years. You are not having to do as much work as you did in the first year or even in the second year. Would you agree with yeah. that? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Right. Have people now started to reach out to you? proactively yep in year Based one that didn't all really the conversations happen. we've had over time yeah absolutely mm -hmm. that just happens and you mm -hmm. stay present mind top of mind because you communicate with them regularly i mean listen the 555 ladies and gentlemen i'll tell you i do my 555 every day in about 45 minutes mm -hmm. that gives me the whole rest of the day to do whatever i want go on appointments negotiate contracts Go mountain biking. Today, after my first call at 9.30, I jumped on the Peloton. I got a new personal record. Nice, nice. Nice, right? Middle of the day, took a shower, got back into meetings. You are going to be able to build a business that you want if you really focus on building your database. But don't fall victim to ring, ring. Kenny, how are you, man? My name is Romeo Santos, and I help real estate agents grow their business. Can I tell you more? Yeah. Tell me more. For only 35% of every commission, I will send you live leads ready to go. Ooh, that sounds wonderful. It might, and you might do it at the beginning, but don't get hooked on that. Right. Don't be a, don't be an internet lead or, or, or a done for you lead junkie. Right. Yeah. You want to build your own business and be sustainable. Mm -hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Right. I mean, the database, again, ladies and gentlemen, it's your business. It is what you might be able to sell one day. Good example. I'm talking to a gentleman who's just hit his 60s. He does about $18 million in volume a year. He's pretty much at the point where he's done. He doesn't want to sell real estate any longer. The conversation I'm having with him because he's in my market is this. Hey, you should find somebody that you like and trust, maybe like me, maybe somebody else that you know will do a good job of taking care of your clients and sell them your business, Yeah. right? Now, what I'll do for you is I'll give you a 25% referral fee every time somebody in your database transacts for the rest of your life. Well, if I just picked up another $18 million in volume at an average commission of 2.5%, that's about $450,000, take off 25%, which is about $112,000, it leaves you with about $330,000 before taxes and any other expenses. Would that be worth it to your business? Absolutely. And what did you do? you grew your database by buying an additional database, mm -hmm. right? Like you got to get creative on how you're going to grow your business. Okay. It, it, it's no different than a merger, right? Like we're merging right now. Our Red Anchor Properties family is merging with Livian, a partnership between Adam Hergenrother and Gary Keller back at Keller Williams, which we're very excited about. 
That's what they're doing with us. They're growing their business by bringing us on board. They're absorbing us and giving us value mm -hmm. so that we can grow our business easier. And in turn, they're growing their business. You can get creative on how you grow your database, right? You just have to be purposeful about it. I really like that. I really like that, that concept of, you know, and, and even that could go beyond picking up another agent's database that can be, you know, your, your partner, you know, that, that you have, right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you have your database, but you know, who are they connected to, you know, are they promoting, you know, you have family, you know, are they promoting and talking about, you know, what you're doing, you know, as well. I've got several leads from my, uh, from my father, which is funny because, uh, you know, we have the same name, so it's, pretty easy for people to kind of relate, you know, to me being that we have the same name. Um, but many of the people that he's referred to me are people that he just sees in his everyday life. You know, uh, I recently got a, a lead from um, a healthcare provider that, that he has. And it was just like, you know, he's in there, you know, on his appointment doing what he's doing. And then he's, he's still putting it out there like, oh, hey, yeah, you're thinking about, you know, buying a house. Guess what? My son is the best realtor that you're, you're ever going to find. Right. Yes, you are. So, so sometimes just, you know, appreciate that. Sometimes it's, it's just, you know, making sure that the people who are around you, you know, I mean, you can't force them to do that. They have to like you and trust yeah. that, you know, they're sending, you know, uh, your, your great services somebody's way. Um, but I, I like that concept of, of also looking at other people's spheres and, you know, how can you leverage them as well? Absolutely. So that leads me to another point about the database. Okay. Another myth, right. Is, Oh, it's not going to work for me or, Oh, I don't have a database. I just moved here. Well, we talked about how you can grow your database. Okay. But let's talk about something else. that's really important that you just touched on. <clears throat> You're going to have your VIP database. Mm -hmm. Okay. What makes them VIP is that they care about you so much that they are your raving fans. They are going to tell everybody about you so that they can help you grow your business, right? And also because they believe in you and they trust you and they know that you're going to make them look good. So yeah. who are those people, right? And what can you do extra special for those people to make sure, right? How do you reward the behavior when somebody sends you a, a referral? right? Mm -hmm. And we've got a bunch of those things as well that we'll cover in our seminar, but like there, there is a process to this. Okay. I mean, yeah. never ever should you have to buy a lead after a couple of years in the business. Right. doesn't mean that you won't, right? Cause you're always going to have that little, you know, icing on the cake of an additional, you know, lead source that's coming in. But if you focus on growing your database to 1920 people, and communicate with them consistently, you will never have to worry about money again. Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody that needs more than a million dollars to pay their bills. And if they do, whew, <laughs> I got to see your house and your cars, man, mm -hmm. <laughs> and your trips, yeah. right? I'm not saying somebody can't spend a million dollars a year. I'm sure there are tons of people that do, but man, it's not going to improve your life that much, right? Mm -hmm. Studies actually show that once you get past $75,000 a year in income that your that your happiness doesn't increase. Now your your quality of living from a standpoint of the the things that you can have, yes, of course that increases. And for some people that may make you happy, but that's a false sense of happiness. That's a whole nother podcast. We won't get into that. But you know, it's about devising your plan, growing your database, and consistently growing it because this will be your business, right? Like again, in real estate, just like when I was in hospitality, there's no four hundred one k, right. Your retirement is going to be what you build while you're doing your business. And if it's that, like, listen, if I get to the point that my business is worth a million dollars of revenue each year, and I can retire that to an agent that I trust and earn $250,000 passively a year, I'm good with that. That more than pays all my bills. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So database, what more can we say about database, Kenny? What have I missed? What have you missed? I mean, probably just this extreme importance and uh, how we rely on it heavily. It has to be your number one priority. Um, and if this is what you're deciding to do as a career, 
you know, the earlier that you can start, the better, because there's, you know, compounding, you know, effect that you have by building it up, you know, over time. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd say that just starting early, staying consistent, you know, keeping it the primary focus, you know, of your business on top of, you know, there's going to be work, you know, you always have to focus on the transactions you have, but focusing on the, the transactions that might come six months, three years from now, right. I mean, based upon, you know, what, what we're doing today. Yeah. I love that. I'm glad that you touched on that. Cause we definitely miss that. Like don't, obviously we all need money, but you're going to have to do something when you're first getting into business. Okay. To make sure that you have income because people can smell it on you and it changes the way you behave around them when you need the deal right when you need the deal it's not a good it's not it's not a pretty picture right like people can sense it you you behave in a way that you probably don't even realize that you're behaving so yes you need to make sure that you've got something going there but more importantly and sorry more importantly don't be focusing your conversations and your activities on the result that you get that day focus on the activities and the consistency and the compounding effects will show and prove fruitful for you. So keep focusing, thinking about your database. If you guys want to know more, please send us your email addresses. Okay. You can send it to Romeo at Livian.com or Kenny. Is it Kenny or Kenny Fulton? Kenny Fulton at, at Livian.com. And that's L-I-V-I-A-N.com. We're going to get you set up. And when we release this seminar where we're going through all the steps, step-by-step step on how you can grow your business, okay? Never buy a lead again, grow your business through database, all right? That's the goal. We're going to help you all get there. I think that's it, Kenny. I don't think we got anything else. I think we covered all the bases. All right. Let, let's remind everybody where they can find us. We just shared email. Where else can they find you, Kenny? Uh, Instagram. Realtor Kenny Fulton, Facebook Kenny Fulton, and text call uh, 443-763-0958. Awesome. And everybody, I'm Romeo Santos III for the third on all social media platforms. And you can reach me by phone call or text at 240-401-8023. Kenny, I think that's it. I think we covered everything. Um that was a great show. I hope that it brings value to people and I hope that people are interested and they really take, take this seriously because the database is so key to the business. I mean, year over year, <coughs> last year, we doubled our business and this year we grew another 40% of our business. 95 plus percent of our business was through our database. It works, I promise you. So that's it. Rap stars, we're out. <laughs>